Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Reading from the 27th Psalm, verses 1 through 5. The Lord is my life. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
to the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, yeah. Savior he is. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Our God is good to us and we are so grateful just to be here. Those who are in the sanctuary we're grateful. Those who have logged in we're grateful. Welcome to those who have chosen to come and worship with us in the building today in this sanctuary we don't take that lightly we're grateful that God has given us another opportunity to come together with the saints those who are in the e-congregation today who are worshiping online we want to welcome you as well we're grateful that even in the midst of this pandemic the likes of which we have not seen in our lifetime we are able to be together virtually. We're grateful for the technology. And we're grateful for the people behind the technology who every week make it possible for us to worship together. Mount Calvary, look around, would you? If there is somebody that you don't recognize, they may be a visitor. Lock eyes with them and let's sing to them, shall we? Come on, choir, help me out. And let's sing together. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, this house of worship. So glad you came, exalt his name, let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and near, the Lord has brought us this far. And with the love of Christ we are transformed. We're transforming lives. That's what we're about, revealing the glory of God's kingdom.
here's how we're doing it. Through the power of Jesus. Through love. glad that you're here. You may be seated. Certainly we, uh, we welcome all of those who are visiting with us, but we do have today some special visitors who are here from Bosnia, uh, along with their host. God bless you. Uh, they are here in Dayton as part of the Dayton Bosnia Youth Leadership Program uh, the exchange program. We're glad that you all have chosen to worship with us today. God bless you. Uh, Lady C isn't here today because she is worshiping uh, with the Word Church. Uh, Pastor Chad White and uh, Sister Ellie White, they are celebrating their first lady today, and, uh, and she is over with the Word Church celebrating with them. Uh, this afternoon, we will go to the Mount Carmel Missionary Baptist Church, located at 5370 Dayton Liberty Road at 4 o'clock. I'll be preaching. Um, whoever wants to come sing in the, in the choir, y'all come on and sing. Um, we're just getting the choir back together. Uh, nope, no, no text yet, Brother Sandifer. I'll let you know as soon as I hear back. Um, this afternoon at 4 o'clock at Mount Carmel Missionary Baptist Church. There are more convocation uh, booklets available. Uh, they are free. They are yours to keep. Uh, we, I think we just about ran out last week, and, uh, and honestly, I'm grateful because that gave us an opportunity to go and fix the things that were wrong and let me apologize, uh, Mount Calvary. That's not how we do things. We don't send out stuff that has errors, uh, and I take full responsibility. It is my fault. Um, but the fact that we ran out last week means that I had an opportunity to go back and fix it. So uh, grab one if you have not taken your prayer and consecration journal. It's just a collection of scriptures for the 40 days that we are fasting, um, and uh, the scripture is followed by a, a section of you to journal what you believe the Lord is saying to you uh, through that scripture, through his word, and then a section for you to journal your prayer in response to the word of God. Uh, for 40 days through um, May the 29th, we are uh, fasting and praying, seeking the Lord as a congregation. I have asked that you would pray and ask the Lord what you should give up food-wise as we tell our flesh to be quiet. Stop talking so much. Stop talking so loudly so that we can hear from our Father. Again, we don't fast to twist God's arm. We don't fast to make him hear us. I guarantee you, he hears us. Thank God for Jesus, right? He hears us. We don't fast to make him hear us. We fast to line us up with what he's doing, not to line him up with what we're doing, all right? And so as a congregation, we are excited about it. Holy Convocation is coming up shortly, 
and uh, we're fasting on our way to Holy Convocation. Uh, Rafia Pate, are you here today? She's at Bowling Green. She's at school. She's, uh, she's putting in the last few days of, of hard work at Bowling Green State University. Her mom uh, sent me a message this week. She's so proud because Miss Rafia is going to be graduating on April the 38th from, uh, from Bowling Green State University with her degree in psychology. <laughs> uh, Jordan Mack, is Jordan here? He's not here. All right, if you see Jordan, uh, or if you see him on Facebook, or if you're friends with Miss Michelle uh, Cruz Woodward, make sure you uh, send her a message to give to Jordan. Jordan is a student at the Dunbar High School, and she was so proud, she's a proud grandma, she sent me pictures of a couple certificates. He earned uh, a certificate for the most outstanding student during the fourth, during the, uh, the third quarter of the year and a certificate celebrating the fact that he has a 3.71 GPA at Dunbar High School. Congratulations, Jordan, if you're watching now, congratulations. Um, oh, Jordan is not Rodney. <laughs> so I got the message and in my head, I'm thinking Rodney because I'm thinking Jordan is still in grade school. I guess uh, time marches on, huh? Please forgive me, Jordan, if you're watching. I know you're not Rodney. <laughs> I just didn't realize you were in high school. Wow. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about old age in just a minute. <laughs> It's in the scripture. I don't write this stuff. I just report it. Good. Um, Brother Williams, can I have that plaque? If you recall around uh, Christmas time, Brother John Brandon, who's, uh, who's a member at, um, uh, thank you, at Freedom Hill, uh, Ms. Uh, Emma Brandon Stevens' brother uh, did a wood etching of the old edifice on 3rd Street that will that we'll get put up. That was around Christmas time, but then a few weeks ago, he did one of our current edifice, uh, and this one is in memory of Miss Janice Jones, who just passed, but certainly we thank uh, Brother John Brandon for thinking of the Mount Calvary family. Janice Brown, are you here? There you are. Let me grab a mask. This church membership certificate is presented to Janice Brown in recognition of her successful completion of the prescribed requirement for full membership in the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles her to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship this 24th day of April 2022. Welcome officially. God bless you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, would you make the adjustment to your sick list? Sister Anita Glover 
is at home now. She is back at home. If you see Miss Ann Grady today, and she is beaming, make sure you tell her happy birthday. Today is her birthday. <laughs> I'm already in trouble because uh, the fast always gets her birthday. And so she'll have her sugar-free cake today. Um, would you keep Ms. Marie Rivers in, in your prayers? Her husband, Louis Rivers, passed uh, yesterday. We don't have information yet, um, but we'll keep our ear to the ground uh, for Sister Marie Rivers. Also, keep Brother Rick Moyer in your prayers. Would you, you all remember um, he was waiting on a kidney transplant and, and got the transplant, uh, but there are some complications going on right now. He had to go back to Ohio State, uh, and they're trying to figure some things out with uh, why his body is rejecting this kidney. Um, and would you, would you pray, please? The same Lord who brought that kidney to him and him to that kidney is the same Lord who can take care of it now. All right? God can do absolutely anything, and that's, that's what we trust. Good. Oh, thank you. I didn't see this. Um, our youth director texted me while I was making the announcement to tell me Jordan is a girl. <laughs> um, Cameron, I just got a text from your wife. Is she here? Oh, hey, she's a, she's a, she she just had a baby. <laughs> Good. And and while they're not officially ours, brother Cameron and uh, and sister Barnes, while they're not officially ours, we claim them anyway. Um, and she's going to be graduating from the Central State University here shortly with a 3.61 GPA. With her gold cord for honors, cum laude, in the major and an honors college scholar with a bachelor's of arts degree in social work. Nicely done. Congrats. Good. All right, let's do the hymn of the month. Uh, Mountain Media, are you all ready with these words? Good, all right. Good, if you're able, would you stand as we get ready to sing No, Not One. I've seen the lightning flashing and heard the thunder roll. I've felt sense breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. All right, the words are going to be here on the screen. We will do all four verses. Um, listen, I don't want the next generation to grow up never having heard the songs, the hymns of the church that have brought us over and through. All right. All right. Y'all ready? Let's sing. Let's sing together, I've seen. I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard the thunder. I've felt sense breakers dashing. Just dashing. 
trying to conquer but I've heard the voice of Jesus telling me still to fight on he promised he promised never to leave me never to leave me out come on let's sing it together oh no never alone oh no never alone he promised never to leave no never to leave me alone oh no that's it no promised never to leave no never to leave first to the world's fierce winds the world's fierce winds are blowing temptation sharp and keen I have a peace in knowing my Savior stands He stands to shield me from danger When all my friends are gone Yes, He promised never to leave Never so heavy to bear the wall around me the wall around me is darkness and earthly joys are flown my savior whispers whispers his prom never to leave me alone
purpose never to leave. One more. Come on. He died on Calvary's mountain. He died on Calvary's mountain. For me, they pierced his son. For me, he opened the fountain. The crimson cleansing tide. For me, he's waiting in glory. Upon his heavenly throne. He promised never to leave me. That's it. Oh, never. Come on. Oh, no. Never. you all won't be offended um, let's let's just save what we worked on till tonight all right great let me go ahead and let's get into the Word of God shall we Psalm 37 that's where we're going back to Psalm 37 at verse 25 And I'm reading from the King James Version of the Holy Scriptures. And here's what it says, just one verse. I have been young, and now am old. Yet have I, this isn't King James, I don't believe. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Verse 25 of Psalm 37, you may be seated. We have taken a small break from Psalm 37 over the last two weeks. Minister McClure brought us a timely word about Noah a couple weeks ago. And then last week we celebrated the resurrection of our Lord. But today we want to return to our slow walk through Psalm 37. Today we return to this, this teaching psalm, this sermonic psalm. I've told you before, this psalm is one that contains neither prayer nor praise. This psalm is written by an old man, David. 
written to express the stability of the righteous and the instability of the wicked. This psalm is written to encourage the righteous and to warn the wicked. This psalm contrasts those who serve God over against those who serve themselves. Those who are on the Lord's side versus those who are against him. And we have learned so much already in the first 24 verses. But today we come to verse 25 of this psalm. A verse that is very familiar to many of us. Many of us didn't even have to turn there or look at the screen. We just knew it. Where the psalmist declares, I have been young and now I am old, yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. And if you will allow me, I don't plan to be before you long. I, am, I intend to preach short enough for you to go and grab something to eat and then meet me over at Mount Carmel at 4 o'clock. But give me just a little while to preach from the subject, encouraged by what I've never seen. Say that with me, encouraged by what I've never seen. Y'all forgive me, and uh, visitors, I'll give this familiar disclaimer. I do know how to put together an introduction, three points, a conclusion, take him to the cross, put him in the grave, get him up again, and go home. But I don't have three points and a conclusion today. Let me just walk through this verse, which starts out with a testimony David and I have wrestled with over the past couple of weeks here is what he says I have been young but now I'm old stop right there that's it that's the post that's the testimony I have been young but now I am old that's the declaration that's the testament that's the shout that's the praise break. That's the good news. I have been young and now I'm old. Just that group of words. If he hadn't said anything else, we could just deal with that. I've been young and now I'm old. I spoke to one of the saints this morning when I got here and I walked by her and I said, how are you doing today? And she said, I'm here. And I wanted to tell her, you just preached the sermon. <laughs> because David is just saying I'm still here I've been young enough to enjoy life but now I'm old enough to appreciate life I'm still here I've been young enough to know it all but now I'm old enough to know better I'm still here I've been young enough to be statuesque but now I'm old enough to be stately I'm still here I've been young enough to jump out of bed. Now I'm old enough to have to ease out of bed, but I'm still here. I've been young enough to run up the stairs. Now I'm old enough to have to take one stair at a time, but I'm still here. Would you look at somebody and tell them through it all, I'm still here. 
I like the way Edith Cherry wrote it <laughs> back around 1900. She said, oh, to be kept by Jesus, kept by the power of God, kept from the world unspotted, treading where Jesus trod. Is there anybody here who is glad to have been kept this far? Anybody grateful that's watching online, that you're just grateful that God has brought you to whatever age you are? You used to be nine. Now you're 19. Tell him thank you. You used to be 25. Now you're 75. Tell him thank you. You used to be 30. Now you're 90. Tell him thank you. You used to have black hair. Then you had gray hair. Now, well, tell him thank you. You lost some friends along the way. You had to say goodbye to some loved ones, but you're still here. You survived the Asian flu in 1957, the Hong Kong flu in 1968, the swine flu in 1976, the bird flu of 1997, H1N1, coronavirus, but guess what? You're still here. We have survived slavery. We have survived the Civil War. We have survived Jim Crow. We survived the Dayton race riots. We survived Donald Trump. We have survived police shootings. And we're still here. You made it through the Oregon District shootings. You survived the Trotwood tornadoes. But you're still here. I have been young and now I'm old. I'm not ashamed. I wear this gray as an honor, uh, as a badge of honor. These wrinkles cost more than a facelift ever will. I have been young and now I'm old. <laughs> There's a whole sermon right in that little phrase. <laughs> David's first implication is that God has kept him. But there is another implication here, and that is that in all his years of living, he has seen some things. When he was somewhere between 10 and 12, he saw the prophet Samuel come to his house looking for the next king of Israel. He has seen lions and bears come to get the sheep. He has also seen those lions and bears get slaughtered by his own hand. He has seen the power of anointed music as he served as a minstrel in King Saul's court. He has seen a champion Philistine warrior fall dead from a slingshot thrown stone to the head. He has seen the power that his music had to calm Saul when an evil spirit had overtaken him. He has seen success as a warrior in Saul's army. He has seen a javelin go flying past his head when Saul tried to kill him. He has seen great armies fall at his own hand with the help of Almighty God. He has seen a nation divided, Israel, over against Judah. He has seen the Philistines, the Moabites, and the Syrians defeated. He has seen Uriah's fine wife bathing out in the open when he was on the palace rooftop. He has seen the dark days 
of plotting to have Uriah killed so that he could have Uriah's wife. He has seen his own child die. He has seen Uriah's wife give birth to Solomon. He has seen the results of one of his sons raping his own half-sister. He has seen another of his sons try to take the kingdom from him. He has seen the death of another son. He has seen yet another son try to take the kingdom when he learned of his father's ill health. All I'm trying to tell you is that between the time that David is young and the time that he is old, he has seen a lot. He has seen joy and sorrow. He has seen victory and defeat. He has seen excitement and disappointment. He has seen loyalty and betrayal. He has seen new life and he has seen death. He has seen love and loss. He has seen the sweet and the bitter. He has seen joy and pain. He's seen sunshine and rain. He has seen a lot, but the Bible says, yet. That is to say, even so. However, Notwithstanding, in spite of everything that he has seen, check this out and I'm done, there is something that he has never seen. He's seen an awful lot, but there is something he's never seen. He says, yet have I never seen the righteous forsaken, and I've never seen his seed begging bread I've never seen the righteous forsaken now we can we can get with that because we know what the Bible says we know the Bible says he'll never leave nor forsake you we're okay with that because we know the Bible says yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me we're okay with it because we know the Bible says God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble we know that the scripture says when we go through the waters they won't overflow us when we walk through the fire it won't burn us we're okay with I've never seen the righteous forsaken but where David and I have struggled it's the, it's the seed begging bread part it's the seed begging bread part that causes us some trouble because many if not most of us have seen the children of righteous folk who are in need at some point or another. Let me just say that David is not presenting this as a promise. <laughs> David doesn't present this as a promise that the righteous folk seed will never beg bread. Do y'all hear that? That silence I meant. <laughs> you didn't expect me to say that, did you? But how could David present that as a promise when he himself had to ask Abimelech for bread? What David gives is his testimony four times in that one verse he said I I used to be young 
I'm old. I've never seen. I've never. He's giving his testimony. I have never seen the righteous begging bread. And so I, I'm sorry that I, that I cannot make us feel better about what it says, but I'm going to leave the theologians and the Bible scholars and let them work out what David meant by it. All I see is what he says. So pastor, why would you even bring it up? Here's why. Here's what I know. God didn't let him see it. And apparently, David is encouraged by what he has never seen. So here's my question to you today. I know you've seen a lot. I know you've experienced quite a bit. If I were to poll the sanctuary this morning, or if I were to ask the e-congregation to start naming, start posting, start tweeting some of the things that you have seen in your life, most of us couldn't handle it. Some of the things that you have witnessed and lived to tell the story. Some of the things that you have seen during your existence are mind-blowing. Some of us would faint at some of the answers. But I want to ask you, are you grateful for what the Lord has not let you see? <laughs> oh, I know you've seen a lot. We, like David, we've seen joy and sorrow. We, like David, have seen victory and defeat, excitement and disappointment. Like David, we've seen loyalty and betrayal. We've seen new life and death. We've seen love and loss. We've tasted the sweet and the bitter. We've had joy and pain. We've seen sunshine and rain. And the fact that we are on the other side of it encourages us. The fact that we have seen God make ways out of no ways, that's encouraging. We have seen God move mountains out of our way, that's encouraging. We have seen him heal the hurts in our lives, that's encouraging. We have seen the lame walk. We've seen the blind receive sight. That's encouraging. Some of us have even seen the dead raised to life. That's encouraging. We've seen the Lord provide miracle money out of nowhere. That's encouraging. We have seen cancer disappear. That's encouraging. We've seen AIDS tests come back negative after somebody got positive results. That's encouraging. We have seen drug heads become deacons. We have seen pimps become preachers. That's encouraging. We have seen God turn a young girl's life all the way around. That's encouraging. We have seen some things and we're encouraged, but I want to recall, I want you to recall that the title of this message is encouraged by what I've never seen. Can I tell you, there are some things that you've never seen. David said, out of all the things I have seen, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or received begging bread. That's encouraging. I wonder, I wonder if you look back over your life, 
are there some things that you've never seen that would encourage you today? I know that's kind of a, a way of backing into it, but can I, can I start the list and then you can, you can finish the list on your, own, on your own time. Can I start that list? I've never seen a sinner God couldn't save. Can I continue? I just want to give you some ideas. I've never seen a sickness God couldn't heal. I've never seen a demon that God couldn't dismiss. I've never seen a mountain that God couldn't move. I've never seen a valley that he couldn't raise. I've never seen a problem that he couldn't solve. What's on your list this morning? I, I've never seen a bondage that he couldn't release. I've never seen a better doctor in a sick room. I've never seen a better lawyer in a courtroom. I've never seen a better friend to the friend. Can I go on on my list? I've never seen a better mother to the motherless. I've never seen a better father to the fatherless. Can I go on on my list? I've never seen a situation that he couldn't get me out of. I've never seen a circumstance that was a surprise to him. I've never seen a devil that he didn't defeat. I've never seen a need that he couldn't meet. Can I go on down on my list? I've never seen a sin he didn't die for. I've never seen a grave that could hold him. Can I go on down on my list? I'm encouraged by what I've never seen. Can I go on down on my list and I'll let you go. We'll get out of here. Uh, no, as a matter of fact, y'all help me preach this, would you? Find somebody, tell them I've never seen him fail. Look at somebody else. Tell them I've never seen him sleep. I've never seen him slumber. Come on, tell somebody. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken. And I'm encouraged by what I've never seen. I've never seen him leave his children. I've never seen him walk away. I've never seen him turn his back. I've never, never, never seen the righteous forsaken. I hear you. I hear you. I got you. But didn't we say just last week that, that Jesus yelled out from the cross? My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Can I answer that question? Jesus was forsaken on the cross so that I would never be forsaken after the cross. Jesus took on him the sin of us all and he who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So God turned his back on his only begotten son so that he would never turn his back on me. Jesus didn't deserve it. I deserved it. But God gave it to Jesus. Is there anybody here who's grateful uh, that Jesus took what I deserve. I'm grateful for what I've never seen.
I hope that from now on you look at verse 25 of, 37, of, of chapter 37 a little differently. When you come across the words, I have been young and now I'm old. And that's all relative, right? I mean, Chris is 26, 25, but he's the oldest he's ever been. He has been young. Now he's the oldest he's ever been. Huh? Deacon Sandifer, he's 26. <laughs> he has been young. And now he's the oldest he's ever been. What all of us can say, regardless of age, is that I have been younger than I am now. And that I'm older than I was yesterday. But in all my time, there's some things he just didn't let me see. And I'm grateful. I've never... I've never seen him let me down. I've never seen him walk away even when I deserve it. I'm grateful. Do you get it? All right. Let me go ahead and start the invitation. I have to tell you that there is really good news. And here's what it is. God loved the world. That's everybody without exception. And he loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son, his unique one-of-a-kind son. That's Jesus Christ that whosoever believes in him, that is anybody without exception. Whosoever believes on him should, shall be saved, should be saved. That's why God gave Jesus, because he loves you so much. You can't be good enough, you can't do enough to be saved. God loved you enough that he gave Jesus for your life. He gave up his son's life for yours. Jesus took the payment for sin. The wages of sin is still death. And in its place has given us the gift of eternal life. If you're here today and you're not sure you're saved, first of all, if you're here today, you need to be grateful. <laughs> because God has kept you. If you're online, you're watching, you should be grateful. But if you're not sure you're saved, you can be sure today 
Here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. It's that simple. Pastor, let me clean some stuff up in my life first. There's some things I need to get right and then I'll come. Listen, if you could clean yourself up, you wouldn't need a savior. The good news is that the blood of Jesus still washes, it still cleanses. You are not too dirty. You haven't been gone too long. You haven't been, you haven't gone too far. If you have breath in your body, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ and you can't get right without him. If you're here and you want to give your life to Christ, you want to give your heart to Christ, would you just raise your hand? We'll send somebody to where you are and we'll tell you how you can know today that you're saved. This will be the best day. I see you. The best decision you will ever make. The best decision you'll ever make. Is there anyone else you want to make that decision today for Christ? If you're online and you're not sure you're saved, you can be. Send us a message or put it in the chat. We'll find it. Someone will contact you this afternoon and we'll walk you through. You'll make the confession. We'll show you and tell you what it means to be saved. This can be the start of a whole new life for you. We can't promise you an easy walk, but it is worth it. It's a worthy walk. That's the first call. Second call is this. You're here or you're watching online. You're saved already. You already know where you're going to spend eternity, but you know that the Lord wants you to be a part of the Mount Calvary Church family. If that's you, would you raise your hand? Someone will come to where you are. If you're supposed to be here, we need you here so that we can be all that God has called us to be. We'll treat you like the gift you are if you're supposed to be here. Same thing for those who are watching online. You know the Lord wants you to be a part of this part of his family. Let us know in the chat. Let us know. Send a message. Someone will call you this afternoon and we'll get you on your way. All right. We praise God for those who are making the decision for Christ even now. Good. We're going to get ready uh, to get out of here. Don't forget at, uh, come on, Minister Johnson, you can close us out. Don't forget at four o'clock this afternoon, we will be at the Mount Carmel Missionary Baptist Church, the corner of, um, thank you, sir, the corner of Dayton Liberty and Infirmary Road. All right. I'll be preaching. If you want to sing in the choir this afternoon, uh, come on over and sing with us. You don't have to have a specific uniform. Uh, speaking of choir and anybody who is or is interested in music ministry, uh, I would like to meet with you this Thursday night, this Thursday night at 630. Uh, as you all know, we are be between directors of music and worship art. We don't have one right now. And we're going to start that job search here shortly. But I want to get your I want to get your input. I want to hear you. I want the uh, I want the personnel team to hear you. This coming Thursday at 6:30, 
um, what are we looking for in a leader? What are we praying for, more importantly, uh, in a leader in that department? Uh, and that's not just choir, that's musicians, that's dancers, um, that's anybody who is interested and has served. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's time, y'all, it's time to bring the choir back, for real. And, uh, and let's, uh, let's, let's see what the Lord does, all right? Good. You got it, Minister Johnson. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. And I thank God for those who have given their lives to Christ. That's such a blessing, is it not? It is now time to mention our offering. We have in-house giving and we have on the line giving. We have several ways to give. Give the five. Tap, give, and it's done. The Cash App, dollar sign, M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. And there's a new text to give number, 855-908-0710. The deacons will be at the door as you exit for those who are giving in the building. Those who wish to bring your offering by the church, the deacons will be here until 1230. Praise God. Now let us stand for the benediction. After the benediction, Please remain in your seating area so that the ushers can show you out. Okay. Virtual viewers, the Mountain Meeting will show you a um, film, will show you an information. Please stay tuned and watch that. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for all the things we have not seen and we give you glory now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God our savior be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever Amen. You may be seated until the ushers come to you.